Hello and welcome everyone to the uh, High Ground Podcast. I am excited to have some awesome guests. I know my video feed is not showing right now, and that's fun. But uh, yeah, we're going to get into talking about everything about Anakin and Ahsoka right here on the High Ground. And yeah, let's jump into it. All right. <laughs> so we are here getting started. Um, yeah, but thank you everyone for joining us here on the High Ground Podcast. Um, I will be working on my video feed in the background to make sure of why things are not popping up. But that is totally okay because we are professionals here. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to go around the room and start by asking, uh, who are you? Where can we find you and your awesome content? And which Star Wars character would you most like to have as your Padawan? Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Brian first on this one. Hello there. I am Brian with Pink Milk, where we talk Star Wars queerly. We have two shows, a morning show for us super fans and those forced to listen to us, and a late night live stream where we get take uh, much deeper dives into Star Wars with a lot of laughs. A lot of tears and a whole lot of thirst. More than anything, it's the <laughs> thirst. <laughs> and if I was going to take on uh, any Padawan, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna help Asajj, and hopefully she won't turn into a dark <laughs> disciple. I like it. You can uh, replacement Kynark. Okay, I can mm -hmm. see that. And uh, how about you, uh, Mar uh, Maria? Um, hi, I'm Maria. Maria underscore Skywalker on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, I post edits, I post lore, I post informative videos, I talk about my opinions, and I also create a safe space for everyone else to talk about their opinions as well. If I could have a Star Wars character as a Padawan, I'd probably go with Caleb. Um, I love him so much, and I love his energy, and I think he'd be a great Padawan to have. Okay, I love it. Um, and going with the, the Padawan name as well. I was like, wait, who? Oh, yeah. I, got you. yeah. <laughs> I could go with Kanan, but we know he's not a Padawan anyway. Awesome. And uh, how about you, Carter? All right. What's going on, everyone? My name is Carter. You can find me on TikTok at CarterD2. It says it right there. Um, and I also have a podcast. It's called They Fly Now. We stream every Monday. Me and my co-host, Hareth Productions. We just kind of talk about whatever we feel like talking about um that there and yeah if i'd have one pad one i would probably go with ezra he's my favorite character oh my so God. i almost feel like i have to pick him <laughs> and we have very like similar personalities so that would either go like really really like low him. or go really bad Wait, you <laughs> well i'll i'll take that as a compliment but i feel like it could go like either really good or really bad because Similar personalities, but I mean that might not be the best thing. But I think we would have the best time. I'm like, how how can you have him as your Padawan if you are him? That, that's <laughs> maybe I do voice act him, and I just haven't told anyone. <laughs> awesome, I, I love guys. it. And uh, last but certainly not least, how about you, Kel? Hi, uh, 
I'm Kels. You can find me on TikTok at Discount Sansa Stark. And I also have a podcast, uh, The Queer Side at Sea, with my amazing co-host, Becca. Um, it's just chaotic gay Star Wars stuff. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and who I'd have for a Padawan? Chaco, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to go with Reese Silas because I feel, I mean, we're both introverts. And I could tell him that we're just going to spend the whole day in the archives and we would just be thriving and reading books all day now and I'm just doing constant book reports. I'm just like, here, find something interesting and tell me what you want so I can learn too and we'll just, you know, be nerdy. He would be just be like, dope. Yeah, down, down. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's 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 my pick. If I, I was I was um, also thinking about Ram uh because Ram is also someone who's like, no, nah, man, I just want to build stuff. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't. It's it's hard to pick because there's certain people like like I would. I love Anakin the character. I'd hate to have him as my Padawan. I just be I would just be oh, tired same. all the time. Just like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm raising a seven year old Anakin. So I can guarantee oh you, you would be tired. <laughs> you get all of the emotions to their fullest extent. It's the greatest thing in the world. And sometimes not so great. No, I, I love it. Um, let's see here. I've been uh, having some, some weird stuff, but let's see if, if the chat's going to pop up for me. <laughs> Yay! There's the chat. Um just want to see who because uh, we have some awesome people here in the chat um, we got uh, Harris Productions is in here uh, Bobby Productions Star Wars Lawyers here Brian with the Beard uh, Haley Corelli Coffee Works Luke Padawan's Podcast Cal Forer in the chat um, Captain Boomerang uh, Sokka we have The Amazing Grey uh, Malik awesome people here and getting lots of lots of love um brian says uh marina's very quiet so i may have to raise the voice or you can you can talk louder or <laughs> i'll just talk really loud perfect <laughs> malik would pick uh lula talasola for for his padawan or bell um so i can protect him oh but Oh, Belle. so does so does Camilla. I feel like Lula would and I would get yes. along greatly. For for me, I just Bell. I'm not I'm not equipped to handle the trauma that is going to come along. I love him, and then and then Lula is like my child, and I would be too emotionally compromised to to like do that for her. Um, Saint Pat is calling for for Gunji. Uh, and uh, oh my god, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> we have a uh, ace, uh, once Grogu, uh, Trice FX says Yo Chaco and Maria, a uh, Cal once Bell Zedifar. It's uh, uh, LSF says Zine, Zine as a you got a trainer from, from scratch. It's pretty cool to mm. see a force sensitive person just wielding two guns and uh, just running around like wreaking havoc. It's mm. pretty cool. <laughs> I, we, we stand here. But all right, moving to the subject at hand, we're going to jump straight into Anakin. Uh, I feel like we are all Anakin fans here. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing people think I'm a simp. People think I'm a simp for him, but I do not simp for him at all. Like, he, I see him more a like simp? a brother. Same. Like, I don't, I don't simp for Anakin. Like, he's like my brother to me. 
not like a so people think i'm also a simp yeah and it's like, or, I'm like, <laughs> like no we're just the same person i yeah no well yeah let's uh let's let's start with with uh maria but yes this is going to be conversational so feel free to jump in and talk and, and whatnot but um I, what is it about anakin why do you like the character like what is what's compelling about i like the, how you already journey? know i like <laughs> um, I make it pretty clear on my page, but um, I love Anakin so much <laughs> because he has depth and complexity and it. You have to look past like the surface level to really dig deep and figure out what's going on in his head. And you have to like think about his past, how it influences him. And I think that I don't see other characters as complex as him. And I just love him so much for that. And I love the idea that he's a victim turned villain. And yeah, I love him a lot. Uh -huh. Beautiful. Yeah, I love how, uh, especially when you're introduced to the prequels, we finally see somebody with some like emotions. You know, he might mm -hmm. he might go to the extreme in those emotions. But uh, <laughs> I think um, <laughs> maybe had he been taught properly, those emotions could have done him well. And uh, mm -hmm. he really is. Um, really really fantastic and then to see a dad be able to pull through for his kid once he figures out that it's that it's his son and that's the thing that pulls him back out of it i mean come on now like, that, like it's that's beautiful cool. come yeah. on it's literally the most beautiful story. yeah and that is a beautiful yeah, moment so, i i i i like anakin a lot but I wouldn't say he's one of my like all-time favorites i like anakin as like a cautionary tale kind of mm -hmm. thing but necessarily i don't <laughs> sometimes i'm like anakin what are you doing man but like he's an amazing <laughs> character and there's like i mean he's anakin so he's awesome well and that's the thing you need that like energy i mean it's it's the chaos that like builds that momentum um how, how about how about you kels yeah um well i really bonded over him as a nine-year-old um over um trauma and stuff <laughs> so like we really kind of because i realized we like grieve the exact same way and i realized that as a nine-year-old um i won't go into details but i do on my podcast so it's fine um but yeah so i really like connected with him in that way and then at the more i watched the prequels and then the clone wars i realized we really just process almost everything exactly the same to the point where it almost scares me but <laughs> it's Hey, I'm, keep your kids I, safe. <laughs> I will not go after the kids, I promise. I have so much. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> He's the extroverted version of me. I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'd be too scared. I'd run away. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't even come into your head, right? <laughs> no, it would not. Uh, we got Sawyer's lawyer, Chris, in the chat. Anakin is like an onion. He has layers. <laughs> That's a he, good does make me cry. he does make me cry a lot. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Uh, Trice FX says the rise and fall of Darth Vader, which is a Legends book, is very underrated, which is very true. Uh, rise and fall of Darth Vader. And I think, I actually think it's free on Kindle right now. At least I got it for free on Kindle like a couple a couple months ago. Um, hopefully it's still up there. And uh, uh, Camilla says, oh, Anakin, we love you. You big dumb dummy. Dumb, <laughs> I love him for it. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> Common sense. This is, never heard of her. This is this is not. Uh, this is Anakin's slander. We just know he's he's not the most studious, and he's 
he's all he's all heart. He's he's all ready fire all aim. Heart. Like me. And there's certainly <laughs> benefits to that. There's also downsides, as we saw. Uh, um, all right. <laughs> so uh, let's move to the 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 second part of it and what are you guys' thoughts on Ahsoka how do you feel about her and and why and I'll I'll go to I'll start with Carter on this one I love Ahsoka I actually like Ahsoka more than I like Anakin I know that might be unpopular because we have some Anakin lovers in here but I love Ahsoka um kind I'm of with you growing dude. up with her and like the with like the Clone Wars and then with Rebels everything that happens with her that like builds a love and then see on Mando and then I recently just read the Ahsoka novel by E.K. Johnson and that so I was good. like Ahsoka is so amazing yeah so yeah I, re- I really really like Ahsoka I, I like how her mentality is and how it like adapts throughout like everything that she's gone through because she's gone through so much um, but yeah I, I, I really really love Ahsoka Ahsoka is like the perfection that I think all people want to attain, but none of us ever will. Like she is just so perfect in the way she can pick herself, her pick herself up from any flaws that she has. She recognizes her flaws and continues to work on them without judgment and all those things. And man, the end of season five, when she walks away, it's such a, like as a queer person, I have a, um, an, a, a, a complex relationship with both government and church. And let's mm-hmm. face it, the Jedi became both the government and the church. And, Preach it. <laughs> and she was able to walk away from all that and like leave, leave the bad and accept the good in it and not have a lot of anger or judgment towards it and, and still find, see it in for what it could be. And I think that's such an inspirational message. And then, you know, we, we get to see her, when she's kind of at her worst at the beginning of season seven. And then she made meets like some of the greatest characters in all of star Wars and our Martez sisters like are there to like show her that like, no, she was right. Mm -hmm. She's beating herself up because she's been like indoctrinated into this idea that she was the wrong one. She was, shouldn't have walked away. And they're like, you know, and I felt like those, that those, the sisters kind of like lifted her up and they're like no girl you're right like you're right and this is you're doing the right thing and now and she brought everybody back so it's perfect real quick uh, i i just gotta mention like her little jumpsuit is like just the most adorable oh, thing so in that whole thing i like, love that <laughs> best look oh my gosh i stan the lesbian ahsoka jumpsuit i am here for it yes all day every day oh every day yes <laughs> I guess we need lesbian jumpsuit now. <laughs> Let's go. And how about you, Maria? Um, I love Ahsoka. She's in my top ten favorite characters. I think top five, honestly. And um, I just, I love her spirit. I love her energy. I love her strength, her willpower. She, she like, in, in the toughest situation where everyone was against her, she still, like, held her ground, but also was, like, like, I don't know how she did it. In that situation, I'd be fuming. Like, I'd be pissed. But she just kept this sort of balance within herself. And um, I love how she approaches being a Jedi. And, of course, she's especially after meeting the Martez sisters, hearing how the Jedi failed their family. And I love how she approached that in becoming a better Force user, a better Jedi, maybe, even though she says, I am no Jedi. 
Um, and I just, I love her so much. She's like, she's like the little sister. And I think that makes me love her even more that like her and Anakin bond means so much to me. Cause that's like what I would be too. Uh, yeah. And if you ship them together, I hate you. I'm sorry. I I, oh, same. I just, <laughs> I hate, I hate you. Ooh. No, literally. literally yesterday I was looking for like Anakin, like screenshots from Clone Wars on Pinterest. And I came across Annie Soka fan art. Shut the app oh so God. quickly. I was no. like, nope, we're done. We're done. No. no. I remember I posted a video. Oh, I don't think all except Anakin are not valid. I we do not support clones. They're children. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I I could have been with you on the clones until we met Hauser, and then Hauser just kind of changed oh the game because I mean, come on. Really I'm one to talk. Rex is my comp head. It's bad. It's fine. Um, also, we have. Uh, I'm the clones. Not gonna lie. <laughs> just Rex, clones him. Just, just clones. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> They're better animated though. Well, I mean, anyone that grew I mean, up when Space Jam came out knows it's okay to simp over animated characters. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Bugs Bunny. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's what, I feel like that's where furries came from. Is I don't believe oh they God. existed before Space Jam conspiracy theory i i haven't done the research but i don't believe i don't believe they existed before space gym um Alyssa grace says i love Ahsoka so much my number one favorite uh chad robinson uh i love her determination you know great character um camilla says uh Keanu mundi is the true enemy of the jedi order i love it dude yeah he could fall down a hole the man has three brains that can still not make the correct decision. No. I mean, <laughs> everything that comes out of his mouth is wrong. <laughs> when he went after, I mean, like, I do agree. Oka, I was like, hey. like, when, like he he was like so against her, and he like was like immediately blaming her. Yeah. I, was, I was about, to, I, know. I was like, you're so annoying. Oh my god, I have chosen violence today. It's fine. Yeah, More attack on the Wookies. Like, shut up. He, he should he should have been fired. <laughs> Out of a cannon into the sun. Um, <laughs> Grow a little too close to the sun. Uh, and then stayed alive and toast for a little bit. Then you have to let him feel it a little bit. All right, so who's, whose shoes would you rather be? Would you rather have Anakin as a master or Ahsoka as a Padawan? Um, I'll, I'll ask uh, I'll ask Kels first. Um. Sort of the same with Carter and Ezra. I feel like if Anakin would be the master, it would be astronomically terrible because we're too similar and we'd probably murder each other. Um, and since I am so similar to Anakin, I think it would work to have Ahsoka as a Padawan because they seem to work out okay. So I think I think we'd vibe and <laughs> it would be fine. Even though I feel like sometimes I feel like she'd be teaching me more than I'd be teaching her, but it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, as as one does. I mean, I feel like that happened with with Obi Wan and, and Anakin as well, because yeah. you know, Obi Wan's like, he, I think of Attack of the Clones, and Obi Wan's like, okay, you know, be calm. We're gonna be we're gonna be very careful in how we do this. And then the next second, he's diving out a window, <laughs> and you're like, bro, that escalated. Why do you jump? And I'm like, because you did it first. <laughs> do you know how you got he's here? Like, he's like, I hate I hate it when he does that. Uh, how about you, Brian? Uh, I mean, I'm here for Ahsoka all day, any day. I'll take. I, I, she's my ride or die for life, and um, 
Yeah, I could deal with the snippiness. I I love her humor. I'd be down with it. We would probably be very quippy together. And uh, yeah, she's she's just perfect. Uh, Ahsoka, <laughs> if you ever ask ask me any question, and of course she would uh, she'd call you a bry guy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I like terrible dad jokes. My bad. Uh, how about you, Carter? Um, I hate to follow the trend, but yeah, definitely Ahsoka as my Padawan because say Anakin you're starting to sound like a robot, it. by the way. <laughs> so you can't type; it's fine. <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> I'll let you unplug and re- replug. Um, uh, Mari and Kels, have you said? Have you have you gone no. yet? Uh, I I haven't. Um, I'm gonna go with a different answer than you guys. I would want Anakin to be my master. I think he's very underrated as a master. I mean, look at how Ahsoka turned out. Like, he did I don't great. know. He like, did a good he, job. he 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 was a great master, and I think that I would love that brotherly sisterly relationship. And he's very loving and caring, and he puts you first. And I think I'd feel very appreciated and loved by him because he goes all the way all the time. Like in you know when they attacked Ahsoka for something she didn't do, he stood by her and went all out to try to find who it was. I just think he's a great master. Yeah, you'd be surprised at how kind he is. We're going to discuss that later. Um, (laughs) Can I ask ask a quick question, though, going off of that? Yeah. Where do we think Anakin would have ended up had Ahsoka not left? Uh, That's a loaded question. (laughs) It's debatable. Mm. I I wouldn't say that all his problems are fixed because, you know, childhood trauma. But... I think Ahsoka might have gotten to him. Like, especially, I think they were... I honestly uh-huh. like their relationship the most out of everyone. Um, I think Anakin is the closest to Ahsoka out of anyone, and I think that she could have gotten to him and been like, hey, dude, like, stop what you're doing. <laughs> like, get some help. But <laughs> he's a creep. You should stop hanging out with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know, though, because I feel like Palpatine would have still figured out a yeah. way. Palpatine you know, always like finds out a way. I'm just saying, I definitely think she would have yeah. tried to do yeah, something. Yeah, she would have tried. Oh, yeah. no, and he might have listened sure. to her. Because everyone else ignored him, but I think if if she kind of sensed it, I think she would have if they were together for long enough. I think she would have said something. And been like, hey, are you like, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're good, bro? Your wife uh, from, you haven't slept or eaten in three days. What are you doing? <laughs> No, it's an interesting question. I mean, it does go along with what I was going to bring up next is how Ahsoka impact, impacted Anakin's journey. Um, you know, do you... I mean, you asked uh, if she hadn't left, but where would he be if he never had a Padawan? Like, um, how much different did she make him? Oh, I think that dude would have fallen a lot she, quicker without her. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's yeah. What I was just going to Ahsoka was his person. Like his person and um i think one thing is like before he was assigned a padawan he was very young when he was assigned one first of all and he was not a fan of the idea of course and he was like i don't think i'd be able to do this but through her he learned more about himself he grew a lot as a person he had to learn some patience and and just grow as a jedi um because now he's responsible for someone else and he found someone else that he really loves and um, you can even see, like, after she left, when she came back, he had kept her saber safe and then, like, 
revamped them and made them special for her. So when she, I'm, I'm going to cry. Let's not talk about that. Actually, he was but, so like, excited when she came like, back. Like, I couldn't. Oh my god. And when she like turned him down, I was a little like, "Hey yo, it's like, why would like, you do that?" It's like, look at it. Because he was like really excited. But um, I mean, I, I was going hug him, hug him, damn it. I wanted to hug so bad. Yeah, and then oh. and then like the little sad You're face right. he made after she like walked away. He was like, "No, it's hug. like a middle school dance." It's like a middle school dance. You just want like the two kids you're trying to set up. You're like, hug, 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 hug. Brotherly, <laughs> sisterly hug. Sorry, I'm too old to, to even to think of the hug. concept of trying to set people up at a middle school dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I I do I do agree. I mean, she she did force him to grow and force him to understand Obi Wan a bit more. And I'm yeah. I'm curious um, if part of him coming back from being Vader at the end was also because of, you know, having lost a, a Padawan that he considered like his little sister before. I know I, I can just I can just see it. If he didn't have her, I do think it would have happened a lot faster. Palpatine, like Dave Loney makes it clear that Palpatine has been trying to turn him for a long time. We Ever saw since the final at nine years old. At nine years old. Yeah. But the whole entire Reiko Art Hardeen arc, the whole purpose of that is is Palpatine is trying to turn Anakin and kind of like forces all of this stuff to happen. And like Dave Filoni actually comes out in the like if you have the Blu-ray and he's like, yeah, this was really like his first major attempt to turn Anakin. And but we tell this entire arc through the eyes of of Obi-Wan which I think is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he would not have given up. He would have just, even if Revenge of the Sith didn't work, he would have just moved on to another, <laughs> to plan, Attempt. you know. That, yeah. The, Ahsoka's that, uh, one. Hardin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, the hard, the uh, arc with Hardeen and the deception, like, truly, like, I get so angry watching it because same I hate it, that art so much really, like I love it but I hate it if that makes sense mm, because I don't like it this just it was a perfect way for Palpatine to show the flaws of the Jedi to Anakin and to make him like be mm-hmm. like hey like this wasn't okay because how are you gonna you you know this kid has trauma you know that he has a fear of losing Obi-Wan you don't uh, you don't try to address it like properly at least discuss it a lot instead you're going to use it for your benefit and you're going to use it to get an advance in a war. Um, and even, like, uh, I think Obi-Wan says that uh, his reaction sold it. What was that? What do you mean his reaction? Like, that's, like, <laughs> you're using his pain to, like, benefit mm-hmm. from this little, like, task. And it, it just, it makes me angry. And it makes me realize how much Anakin that day was like, I do not trust you guys. And, of course, he's going to run to Palpatine. And of course, he's going to continue to get manipulated by Palpatine because that's the point. Getting it up? Uh, yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah, Palpatine, I mean, he allowed Anakin to feel something. Obi-Wan did not allow him to feel anything. I mean, Palpatine, if he had good intentions, would have been a really great thing for for mm-hmm. Anakin. I think that's that's what mm-hmm. Ahsoka's all about. I mean, she was the first one to, like, crack his armor after he had turned, you know? Like, I mean, literally, but, like, she was the first <laughs> one to do it. And I think for me, like, that no Jedi line has 
it's two-sided. Like, in a way, it's also, I think, her kind of at a dig at him, you know, and had he been able to walk away with her, which I think he should have done back then, he should have had the same strength she did. And I think that's a little bit of her saying, you know, I'm no Jedi, and you could have been no Jedi, too. And now we're here together, and Mm. we're, we're here instead of you walking away. Like, you didn't have to stay down that path, dude. And you didn't have to take... Uh, uh, old Palpy's way either. You know, there was another. There was another way out, but he was so manipulated by this rule of two and the idea that you can only be one or you can be the other. That's it. You know, he was. Uh, I th- yeah. think another arc that shows like it, it's at the very end of the arc, <laughs> but shows like Anakin and Ahsoka's relationship is um, whenever like Ahsoka gets lost. Um, on, oh yeah, on, and then. And then at the end, Anakin's like, Ahsoka, I was worried sick, basically. And like, where were you? I actually you? have a video like, on oh. that where he, you can see that he's blaming himself. That's, that's Anakin's yes. biggest fear yeah, is being he's... a failure to the people he loves. So when Ahsoka got lost, he immediately was like, I didn't try hard enough. I should have tried hard enough. Like, like I should have tried yeah, harder. He I should have done something more. Yeah. And, and that's why he wants power because that's like what makes him crave power. It's not, it's not to be like, at first, it's not to be this great, powerful being. It's to help the people he loves. And you can see that throughout his whole life is that his fear of being a failure affects everything. I love yeah, that argument. That, that is the heart <laughs> of what's amazing between him and Ahsoka, though, is because Anakin, because he's a student of the Jedi and, like, bought into that idea way too much, like, he wanted to fix everybody. Like, he wanted to help you. It was his fault, which is an honorable thing. But, like, the power that Ahsoka has is she walks into a room and empowers you to fix yourself. She is there to stand by you, but she lifts other people up. She doesn't pick them up. She lifts them up. And Anakin is like, I'm going to pick you up, hold you in my hand, and be your, your knight in shining armor. Like, that's that's the most amazing dynamic, at least for me, between those two those two characters. Yeah. I, I, I just started looking grabs you and pulls you up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I can't find it anymore, but Beth in the chat uh, said the worst part about the Reiko Hardeen arc is bald Obi-Wan. <laughs> I have, oh my God. I have so much to say about that arc. Uh, it's just, it's just a lot. I have a lot of feelings. It's fine. No, it, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll keep soldiering <laughs> forward, but uh, may, maybe I'll have to do another episode specifically on that arc. Because I feel I like we can, we can go, we can go places there. Also, I think it's weird that they assigned him to the Zargirian arc, like that that same part same where they assigned him, where it's like a bunch of slaves. Like, oh, we know you were a slave. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Let's send the one that was in slavery out of the thousands of Jedi we well, have. Let's send I don't the think they did anything slave. on purpose, but but yeah, well, that it, was super weird because like Ahsoka is also a Togruta, and they're. They enslaving to t- t- like that's that that's that they don't like try to see how we're trying to see in depth like how that affected him they don't they don't try to they're not like oh like you know what maybe this kid because i get it like jedi are supposed to be neutral to an extent but that's also a flaw because like you like you're, you're holding back people from feeling things but like um in their eyes they have to be neutral so, like, they're thinking, oh, Anakin can deal with it. No, he cannot. He was taken at a later age, which affects his training a lot. And he was a slave, which, of course, is going to affect him when he goes and he sees the things that, like, the torture and stuff that he experienced as a kid with his mom. Like, of course, it's going to affect him. Well, this yeah, is why we're High Republic Jedi or superior. <laughs> yep. That is a factual <laughs> statement. But also, in that arc, 
you find out like Ahsoka doesn't know really a whole lot about Anakin's backstory. Because mm-hmm. like Obi Wan has to explain him. Yeah, Anakin was a slave, and and Ahsoka's like, wait, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> I did not know mm-hmm. that. I think he's. Yeah. It's like a part of his life. He tries to just bury deep down. Yeah. So because if he talks about it, it awakens all of his thoughts of his mom and stuff, and he doesn't want to deal with that, so he just doesn't talk about it. Which I get. But, Maybe, but like, should he I mean, talk about things and open up and ask for open help? Up, you're trying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's okay. Hard. No, I I I, I, I get that. Tried. I just feel like I, I see a lot of like um, Elzar man. A, a lot of I mean, a lot of man. Yeah. I mean, Elzar man was like, I all right, open I I need up. help. Elzar man turns to uh, yeah. Ty Yorick, who's oh left the Jedi Order, and he's like, Hey, you want to like we be my buddy? Meld. Do you, you want to just be? <laughs> where's 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 my buddy? Um, you know, I I need I, think, I need help. Yeah, I think Anakin oh just thought is, there was high expectations for him stuff, and like, did he really too. like he? Even if he did open up, does he feel welcomed in the Jedi Order? I don't think so. He was bullied yeah. and like as a kid, mm-hmm. and then like also mm-hmm. like they've always been cold to him ever since he walked in. Like imagine you're nine years old walking into a strange place, and they're immediately like, "No, we don't like you." Like what's that? Like, like he the, just walked in. Like the first kid. thing they said to him is, "What do you mean you miss your mom? She's gone. <laughs> Get over it. Move on." Like they're like, <laughs> like just chill. Like what, your thoughts. Well, Take a chill mother. pill. Well, no, Dad, they do like help him. Don't just like judge him for it. I stand by yeah, the fact that Anakin so, would have thrived in High Republic times. He would have oh, thrived. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh yeah. Or with Qui Gon. On my on my own podcast, we had a we our topic was um, like talking about the Jedi and how they fell, and then we like reference back to the High Republic, and then just saying like Elzar Man is a really like a par- kind of like a parallel mm-hmm. to Anakin in the sense that he was able to open up and able to be like, hey. I, yeah, I, I really got some problems where if Anakin just bottles them up, and ultimately that's kind of to blame on the Order to a certain extent, but yeah. Yeah, and what, also what I gotta sh- shout out uh, shout out Dan the Man, thank you so much for the, the $5 uh, ramen drop. We, uh, we all, all the donations go to ramen. <laughs> so we, we cer- <laughs> certainly appreciate it. Um, yeah, and where I come, where I always come down on on the whole matter is, the Jedi were problematic, right? They had a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. They lost their way, um, and they were more interested in serving the Republic than they were serving the Light. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I have to say that the Jedi were not malicious. They they were doing the best that they knew how to do. It's almost like a generational trauma thing, like. Yeah. If your parents doesn't know how to raise this type of kid, they're going to raise you the way they were raised. And maybe that's not the best way, but maybe they do have the best intentions. You know, we have we have people doing the, you know, that and their their goal is not for him to turn to the dark side. And they want him to be structured and all this stuff. And they don't know how to handle it with him. Palpatine actually has horrible motivations for him and it's just like going to poke him and push him towards it so while and that so that's why i don't blame the jedi i think the jedi should have um could have prevented his fall but i always come back to 
it's it's hindsight being twenty twenty. It's you're trying to help the best that you can, but you don't know how to. And if you look back, oh crap, I could have done this, I could have done that, I could have done this. While Palpatine is on the other side going like, oh, well, you're more powerful than any Jedi. and You're going to surpass all of them and you are the chosen one and like pumping mm-hmm. him up and like straight up just like manipulating him towards it to the point where when he has to make a choice, is he going to choose the person who's been feeding him candy or the people that have been feeding him vegetables? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of see it both ways, but like, yeah. We can and we can spend all night on on Anakin's fall, but let's 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 hit it. <laughs> but we we are we're, we're gonna we're gonna come back we're gonna come back to it. So real quick, let's do a quick hit on on your guys' thoughts overall on on Anakin's on Anakin's fall. Um, and I'll go to uh, I'll go to Carter first. I mean, it's tragic. It's I think it's done very well, especially when you add in like. The Clone Wars and everything. I mean, it's done extremely well, and it hits really hard, and it should hit really hard. It, it hurts so good that <laughs> it, it hurts, but it's 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 great. I mean, you you love to see, and then obviously when he redeems himself, it's even more satisfying. But um, no, yeah, I mean, his fall is it's very very tragic, but it almost had to have happened for the galaxy to be where it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean people yeah. a lot of people say that the phantom menace is like irrelevant to the story but i like the phantom it's menace so relevant. it shows how young and innocent he was and how tragic it is that he felt because mm-hmm. he was he was this young hopeful kid who in a deleted scene in the phantom menace um that old woman told him that like he was the kindest boy in the entire galaxy and they see him go from that to falling into being like the most fearsome sith lord that like everyone was terrified of he could just walk into a room and everyone knew that he was evil and just to see that progression that's what makes it yeah super and even mm-hmm. that he's like uh you should be proud of him he gives with little thought of reward already showing mm-hmm. that he gave so much to others well think yeah, about like, it in that yeah. movie or sorry keep going kels i don't want to uh but yeah like originally like when he hit originally why he turned is he thought he was helping people because mm-hmm. his mom he was plagued by that and it really goes into depth in the Revenge of the Fifth novel, which I just reread, so it's, like, fresh in my mind. Because, um, like, he is so terrified of losing Padme, of losing Obi-Wan, of losing even Palpatine, that he is willing to go to great lengths to stop that from happening because he blames himself for his mom because he's constantly being like, well, if I had just gotten there a day earlier, if I had just maybe, like, gotten there faster and not lolly- like not stayed at the largest so long, like, I would have been fine. I would have saved her. And, like, he's constantly in that. And then, so it starts off innocent to save Padme it just he gets in over his head and realizes <laughs> what power does to him and then ends up choking his wife which I do not recommend do not do that without so. consent um <laughs> so, night, my friend uh, in the Phantom Menace though I do think about how this kid is he's he's a, he's a slave he doesn't really get to own stuff, right? But he's been building this pod racer, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, you guys can basically just have it, and I'll, I'll race it. Um, and then, like, okay, and I'll win, and then you can just keep it, and the proceeds, and all that yeah. stuff. And you're like, you don't mm-hmm. you want anything? Like, like 
you're, you're a slave. You can ask for something. I he don't just know, man. A, he just wants a good time. That's all he wanted. He just wanted to go have fun and race. He, like, very in character. And then yeah. also, not to uh, break everyone's hearts here, but it is canon that um, that after the Phantom Menace, uh, sometimes Obi Wan would wake up in the middle of the night and yep. see Anakin mm-hmm. sleeping at the foot of, at the foot of his bed because Anakin was always afraid oh. that. He was that Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan was disappear as well because he lost, you yeah, know, he was taken away from his mom by Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan was kind of a dick to him. <laughs> and the kind guy that took him away also died. And he's like, all right, yeah, well. His first father figure. His first, his only really father figure. The other one's more like a brother. But that, like, yeah, I remember, I remember re- like reading about that. And um, it's like heartbreaking because like you can already see from the beginning that the attachments were building and how much he cared for Obi-Wan like already because he didn't want to lose someone else. I think, you know, the most tragic thing about Anakin is he really did. He had a heart of gold. He really was like the kindest person. I think we may have met up at least at that point in time, you know, and then the Jedi just kind of, that was a fall, like a fault to him. And I mean, I love me some Padme and I'm sure I'm going to get some heat for this, but like, she also was like, kind of selfish like anakin was never going to come first the galaxy and like and independence for everybody was always going to come first and that's really great but like he was more comfortable being second fiddle because that was the only place he was ever at and i don't mm. oh my god people don't get that when i say it like yeah i i agree with you i agree with you because like i'm not saying that he was like on one extreme and where he focused so much of his like energy and love and stuff into like his loved ones, which is great, but it can like hurt you like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, she yeah. like, when was she ever really like, you know what I mean? Like she, she was always for like the galaxy and that, that's amazing as you said, but like, you know, bring she, yeah, she, the energy back. <laughs> and I didn't think know that- how to do it either. She just didn't know yeah. how. And then you get Luke. And then no. you know he falls. It's totally understandable how he fell. It's really tragic. And then Luke, finally. It's so brilliant and it's so beautiful. The first mm-hmm. person who, like, one, asked him to change. He did, you know, Luke's like, I believe in you. Come, you know, you can come with me. And then he's like, and he still picked him. Like, little baby Anakin never got picked. He was always like shuffled off somewhere else. Now here's his son, yeah. and he picked him, and it's so beautiful and it's so perfect, and I love it. Oh yeah, it is beautiful. All right, okay. All right, let's uh, and then let's yeah. let's 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 flop it back the other way and, and ask um, how much uh, Anakin affected Ahsoka and who she is, and do you think do you think um, do you think she, how would she would have turned out under a different master? Um, I think Anakin was a perfect fit for her. Like, mm-hmm. um, I've yes. I've read some things where people think, you know, in season two, when they kind of make it like a game on how many droids they can like destroy and stuff, and like they have to count mm-hmm. how many they get. Like, I've heard some people speculate that Anakin is trying to distract her from reality to make this whole war thing easier on her because. If she, like, looks around and seriously sees all the pain and stuff, she would, you know, be, like, suffering. But he purposefully might have, this is, of course, speculation, made that game so that she can focus on the task at hand without, you know, getting her heart broken by seeing all the terror that's going around as, like, a teenager. 
Um, but he cared a lot for her. And I think because of him, she became super skillful. I think she got one of the best duelists as her master and one of the best force users as her master, if not the best. <laughs> so um, she she really benefited from him, I think. Yeah, and like the she learns so much and especially like looking at her like reflecting like I know we're gonna talk about this a little bit later but when she's talking to Grogu and talking about how fear and she's seen that what what that does to people or, or like referring to Anakin and I, I like she, everything that Ahsoka is I think Ahsoka is really like the embodiment of light and she and she like wouldn't be that if she hadn't seen her master turn yeah she learned a lot from his mistakes yeah, <laughs> but like, a, a lot from his yeah. strengths too, and then also just being so much, yeah, in the trenches, you know, with uh, that, in yeah. the trenches, like in the front line with him, just always charging in and seeing what goes wrong. I mean, like, okay, obviously you're not going to do that, but this other part was really good, and um, she also learned how to crash ships from him. Um, <laughs> Like I think it's him, he he was different. Like from all the other Jedi, he was he was the odd one out. Like he was the different one, and he approached things differently. And I think it was more her speed, so she got to develop herself exactly how she was meant to. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, if Anakin didn't, if Ahsoka didn't have Anakin, she would not be the same character at mm-hmm. all, especially mm-hmm. after the Clone Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Yeah, I, I love it. And uh, Brian, did you say your thoughts? You know, I, I mean, I just, I'm just gonna echo what everybody said. Honestly, like there was no one else for her. I don't think, I, I think you know, I think Obi Wan played a big part in her, in her mm, training too. And I think and seeing Plo them, and, and well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Plocoon's great. We, we yeah, Plocoon's great. But like, I think seeing, I think actually seeing. Plokun is my dad. The flaws in <laughs> Obi-Wan are equally as important to Ahsoka. I think his coldness to everything, um, at the same time being seeing all of Anakin's like warmth, I think is what really I, I think she found the balance in that of of yeah. I mean, there's nobody else for her. There just wasn't. Awesome. I love it. Um Okay, and then speaking of that, we had that uh, awesome little moment in um, in um, Rebels where she's talking oh, about yeah. about Anakin being uh. her master. Um, and I'm curious because I added that that quote, and I know I, I want to hear your guys's uh, your guys's thoughts on it. Uh, just to reiterate, she's. She says, and I, I cut out Ezra's little part in there, so I'm sorry. She says, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, he was my master. He was powerful, rarely lost a battle. What would have surprised people was how kind he was. He cared deeply about his friends and looked out for them until until the end. Why am I about to cry right now? <laughs> um, I think it really just shows, like, from earlier a conversation, how good he truly was how pure his heart really like where his heart really was and i think she knew him best in that situation yeah he could really be he could be himself around very few people 
And I would say Ahsoka is the main person that he could, like, actually be himself and, like, show some insecurities even around Ahsoka. But to everyone else, he had to be this this chosen one and act perfect. But around Ahsoka, he could be that, like, almost, like, caring and type of of person. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? I think... I feel I feel so upset for her because I feel like had Anakin and I know I keep going back to this, but it's a pivotal. It's like <laughs> the most important part of all of Star Wars, I think, for me. But when she leaves, I think she looks at the relationship that Kanan and Ezra have. And like, let's be honest, that is like the perfect Padawan. Like that is the perfect oh relationship. Yes. So like, good. Actually, just the entire <laughs> yeah. ghost. Oh, like live in the ghost. Group. It's but oh, it's they could have had that relationship. Yep. You know, and that it's got to be heartbreaking. Like she's happy for Ezra because that's who she is. But at the same time, there's, you know, she's just human. And I think, I mean, that's how she connects with Ezra later on when Kanan dies is like, mm -hmm. she's like, I couldn't save my master either. And it's like, God, that's heartbreaking. (laughs) And what's interesting about those two. So Anakin and Ahsoka and Ezra and Kanan is what I think makes those two pairs unique is that unlike a lot of other master and Padawans is that the master, yes, teaches the Padawan, but the Padawan also teaches the master. Ahsoka constantly is teaching Anakin different lessons. Ezra is constantly teaching Kanan different lessons. So it's not like it's like they have, they have a really, really unique sort of relationship. And I think yeah. that's what makes them special. And I, I, I would go on to say that um, I think Jedi need Padawans. I mean, that's the reason Ahsoka was assigned to Anakin in the first place. Um, and it helped. <laughs> Probably, maybe not enough. <laughs> um, uh, but, but yeah. Uh, okay. What do you guys think of that um, Ahsoka versus Vader fight? And Beautiful. How, how, how do we feel what about that in the meetings? One of the best uh, Star Wars content. It, the, yeah. I think definitely top two, top three. I would say that Empire, Luke vs. Vader, and Empire, or Return of the Jedi, Luke Vader. But I mean, that, oh, that fight, like, it, it's, it's so good. It is so unbelievably good. And it's so deep. And then whenever she chips his mask and he says, Ahsoka. And it's like a mix oh, yeah. between hating Christians uh, yeah, and it's Matt Lander, Matt voices. Lantern oh my and gosh. then Vader all meshed together. And you're like, he's not like for that moment. You're like, Anakin's not gone. But then I think he the was genuinely year, fighting like in there because I think Anakin's like in there, yeah. but it's like hidden and enclosed. And, and, and I think he was genuinely like fighting in there to hopefully return. But I don't know if he couldn't get there. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think of that. Uh, I, I just think to what he says in, um, you know, what, what Raider says is, you don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. Mm-hmm. And he felt uh, like it was done. Like, that's it. Like, you can't go back. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's still it, it is. It is Anakin. There. Anakin is Vader and he sees Ahsoka He's like, but this is this is my life. This is what this is what we're doing now, you know. <laughs> well, he's he's still got that Jedi idea. You can only be one or the other. There is no yeah, other options. Like, there are two. I chose yeah. the dark side, and that was my choice. And I choose my cho- and I choose my choice. <laughs> you know, like it was a uh, it was. Oh man, 
it's so it, it really is a an incredibly powerful and a very emotional like moment and it was another time when he could have Ahsoka can bring that out in him man he could have like he could have done something right then and there it's had a lot of yeah. stopped a lot of hurt but I also kind of like the thought of if because I mean, in Revenge of the Sith he's like in the heat of, of it like he's deep in the dark side you know what I mean um mm. And I, I, not, nothing, nothing was was shaking him loose there, but I kind of like this this fight because you see the closest. Uh, at at that point, Ahsoka is not enough, and I appreciate the fact that the only thing capable of it was Luke. Um, I mean, it's it's essential. It's an yeah. extension of his love for for Padme, mm-hmm. but that's the only thing that could chip through that outer shell. Um, and that's that's one of the reasons why I love the original trilogy so much is you see that, and then you see also see Ana, you see Anakin's kindness when he was little reflected in Luke. Um, well, you know the, the the part in that, like as a dad, I think about these things. Like he Anakin's choices in that moment when he when he decided to you know you know follow Darth Sidious. He guaranteed his son the same life that he had. He grew up on Tatooine. He grew up without any freedoms, without anything. And he had to see the results mm. of what he did to his own son. And it was all the pain that he felt his entire life. And then that kid was wanted to be a Jedi? Like, no. He, oh, no, 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 no. Like, what you don't understand, son, is, like, Jedi were part of, like, what, how I ended up this way. Like, you don't see that yet because the Jedi at that point in time are, you know... They're the, the greatest idea. It, yeah, you know, it's um. It's, that's why I love Luke. Yeah, it's in, in a, the Last Jedi. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just got excited, no. and he's like, strip away no. their deeds, and you know, and you're like, yeah. And I, I think we lost. Uh, uh, she is. Yeah, I think my ca- my computer just got too hot and just freaked out. <laughs> um, did you guys have any additional also, thoughts on that fight? Good. Yeah. So. If you think about it, so Ahsoka had the world's hardest day. Like, the award is to her that day of Twilight of the Apprentice. She fought two Inquisitors, Darth Maul, Darth Vader, and Palpatine, all in the same 24 (laughs) hours, and still is alive. I mean, man. (laughs) It's... I never thought about it like that, but, like... Like, when when she... When he, she gets brought into the world between worlds, it's kind of like, I don't know, I play Overwatch, and sometimes, like, chaos is happening, someone's about to kill you, and then, like, you, you die, and then mercy reses you, and you're like, why did you bring me back here? <laughs> mm. uh, I was, like, so tired from that fight, and then Ezra's like, hey, yo, what's going on? Hey, we're just gonna go run through this world now, it's fine. <laughs> She's like, man, Everything this has been normal. normal. She's like, why are you two years older? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, Kanan's dead. Wait, what? What? Kanan died? Huh? She didn't even bat an eye. Um, oh. She's she, she just like, uh, all right, you know, we just, just roll with it. This is uh, kind of weird, but, you know, force and stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, so now I have to ask you guys, because I, I truly, personally, I feel like um, Ahsoka's feelings and things have changed since then. Now, we really haven't gotten all of it, but when we go into The Mandalorian, 
we get her talking again about uh, Anakin. I'm curious how you think, uh, what you guys feel about this, when she says, I cannot train him. His attachment make you, uh, makes him vulnerable to his fears, his anger. I've seen what such feelings can do to a fully trained Jedi Knight, to the best of us. Um, I think she experienced some form of PTSD, like with just, um, with just, she, she'll never forgive herself for, you know, failing Anakin or letting him go or, you know, that's how she felt. She felt like she failed him. Um, so she didn't want to make a mistake again and be involved in this situation because she was scared that due to these feelings that Grogu was having that he would go down the same path and she wouldn't wish that pain upon anyone else like Dan for example so I think she like that is why she was like no I will not train him it's just too much pain for her to do it yeah and like at this point she doesn't yeah yeah no, there you go. You go. Oh, no, but, like, at this point, she doesn't know that Anakin turned back and doesn't know that he was saved. And so, like, it's now been, like, years since that last confrontation with Vader. And so she fears that, like, there's nothing she could have done to save him. And then she's just terrified that, yeah, she doesn't want Din to go through that pain. She doesn't want Grogu to go through that pain. And just is like, he's better off if he just stays with you because he he's vibing with you and you got a good thing going. I don't want to break that. So. Oh, my God. Kels, thank you. I literally no one else has ever said like that is totally my read on this thing. You know, earlier she's like, you're all he needs. You are all he needs. She keeps saying it over and over like his attachment to Din is what's saving him and that's what's so great you know Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel in that that their little quiet talk you know like during this scene with the little ball he's he's probably telling her all about his dad he's like he's so cool yes (laughs) she's like he's over there hey little grogu like don't take it from me like your dad needs this moment because he's you know anyways i will go on and on but like he's like a little queer dad who doesn't believe he can be a daddy because he was never told that he could and he grew up in some weird place (laughs) and like he doesn't know how to interact with anyone because he's just been told over and over and over who to be and how to be and what to be and i think that scene and the way she delivers it i think it's i really do i agree with you 100 percent. i think it's her telling din like no i will not train him because you're you're enough and then if that that my boy Luke didn't show up and screwed up the whole plan. I think, I think, I think Ahsoka kind of made a misstep in not being as direct with him. Yeah. She, she could have been like, no, he needs to stay with you. He's fine. Yeah. He's safe with little, you. He's a little, he's a little dense. He's a little dense. He's a little, slow. He's a little it's, it's funny. Cause I, saying, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, like Maria was saying with like PTSD, like Ahsoka has major PTSD from everything in the Clone Wars. And like in like the Ahsoka book, she's like constantly having these thoughts and like fears almost. But that that quote, whenever she's talking to Grogu, is just like, I don't know. I I remember watching that and just got like chills. You're like, she's talking about the guy. She's talking about him hmm. finally. Do you but think yeah, if it, she mentioned really Anakin, cool if she had mentioned Anakin by name, do you think Grogu would have PTSD? Maybe. <laughs> oh my god, she's just like hiding. I, just like, no, that's the guy who tried to take the temple. No, let's not. Do that. He's like, that's who you were talking about? <laughs> I was with all the other younglings. Like, 
I can explain. I can explain. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing Ahsoka in the in this in her series, you know, or her miniseries or whatever it is. Because like yeah. I really I really liked this Ahsoka. I think it was a very different Ahsoka than we had seen before. But I think she was who she needed to be for the townspeople and for Din. Like she wasn't like you hear a lot of discourse about like the fact that she's not a Jedi and she never corrects anybody. Well, she never refers to herself as that, but that's what all those people need her to be in that moment. She's like, Ahsoka's not the person. She's like, um, actually, I left the order. Like, that's not her. She's confident enough in who she is. Like, and I don't, I don't, I think, I think she's probably healed herself pretty well. Like, I mean, she's been through a lot by the time we see her here. I don't know. If she. I think she can probably handle like running into Grogu and reliving all those things in this moment. I just think, I think she's a very selfless person and she's being who she needs to be. So I'm like, I'm really excited. I feel like we're going to meet her. I don't think this was her yet. This was like something else. Um, it's a really powerful yeah, moment. Don't even get me, Personally, don't even get me started on the Ahsoka show. I am oh, so excited for that. That's <laughs> when you've heard about Ezra. I want to know. Um, well, we're we're gonna get we're, we're gonna touch on oh that at, at at the very end though. But what's funny though is for for me, um, and actually re- real quick, I want to talk to some of the people in the chat because uh, we have um, you know uh, Kamala's asking is attachment always a bad thing? Asking for a friend, and yeah. no, it's it's not. They just um, painted it to be a bad thing, and then the Jedi painted it to be a bad thing, meaning that they never taught him or anyone how to deal with attachments properly. That's which is yeah, it's just which is interesting because it's it's not quite a, a Jedi teaching, and so I, I do see something, and and it sounds like um, a few people here do have some. Uh, <laughs> religious trauma in the past and there's there's a thing where ah. there's there's the <laughs> there's the the actions that are taught and then there's the actions that are actually performed and they do not line up and that's yeah. where the problems come from um and uh as you know camilla brings here reread's of renestra's speech to lula from race to crash point tower um yes lula straight up tells her it's like no, you are supposed to be connected to these people. You just aren't supposed to place that above your relationship with the Force. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, all, all these things—they just kind of get out of, they just get out of whack. Uh, Roman asks thoughts on the Thrawn book. Which one? This one? I haven't read it yet. I just got it. <laughs> I'm you like still, have it already. I'm sucker. still reading Thrawn Treason. Oops, sorry. I'm like three quarters away with the first one. Uh, although I, I have to reread Greater Good before I can because I uh, had COVID while uh, reading it, and so I don't know if my oh, brain worked no. properly. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back through it. Let's see here. Um, and now now there's just a lot of <laughs> now there's just a lot of Thrawn love in the chat. Uh, we, but, we do love Thrawn. <laughs> I actually took the exact opposite read um, on the situation. I mean, I feel like as a cornerstone of Star Wars, the Jedi need to be there. They just need to be better. And Mm -hmm. the answer that Luke ran into of the Jedi need to end, and it's like, yeah, they, they did. They were in the wrong and they led. They were supposed to protect the galaxy and they failed. 
and then Luke tried again. And we don't know exactly what he tried, but he had the knowledge from before. Whatever he tried ran into the same problem, and he's like, all right, I think these guys are the issue, you know, like, that the Jedi need to end. Um, which, when I run into people that dislike Luke saying that, but also see all the problems with the Jedi and the prequels and, like, can't marry the two <laughs> ideas, I, I don't know, that's just weird to me, but... Um, he he was he was wrong though. The Jedi do need to be there, but they need to be different. They need to be better. And I honestly, my read on this was I think that Ahsoka has returned to the Jedi, but is more like a, a way seeker from the High Republic, mm-hmm. where yeah. she's like, all I'm I doing agree. is you know serving you know my my light. I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna help people and all this stuff. I can't do the big organization thing anymore i just just can't do it seen too many things seen some stuff don't recommend it um and you know in that the episode of of course is is called the jedi um and she has her silka beads back you know the the same thing that she Mm -hmm. wore as a padawan braid and they're on her belt i think that seeing my my take on it was that her a fighting vader she approached Vader as that's the guy that killed my master. She found out that that was her master. And I think maybe the lessons clicked of like, oh, they told us not to do this stuff because that might happen. But them telling us that kind of pushed him into doing this. So there has to be some sort of middle ground. And I think that she has found that middle ground. And that's why with Grogu, it wasn't yeah, we must take this kid and train him and make him forget about you. It was, no, he has this attachment. It's not bad. Keep him. Like, that's that's what mm-hmm. that's what he needs. That's but if he's going to do this, you know, if he's going to do this, he has to make his own choice. I mean, for Christ's sake, he's 50. Like, little, little, <laughs> no, no, no he's, he, is, he is a baby, for, for sure, still. But. He, he has the brains <laughs> of Thrawn. Like no, because he can't speak. I like that, Chaco. That's really good. Like, that's... Yeah. That's a good way to... Yeah, that was my initial happen. reaction. And, like, my initial reaction was, like, I think Ahsoka would consider herself a Jedi now, just not the whole... Just um, not, like, order. what mm-hmm. the Jedi were before she would associate. I mean, it's kind of like that. she was almost trying to do... Not like Kanan and Ezra, but, like, they were Jedi, but they functioned outside of the order, and it worked, and they had attachments, and they still, like, they just followed the light. And they followed the force and it worked out for them. And I'm sure she saw that and saw that good can come from having attachments and just kind of doing your own thing. And you can like do good. You don't need the order and the structure for that. You just kind of go off. And we don't even know, like, at least for me, like, we, I don't even know what Ahsoka is now. Like, I feel like she's moved beyond something more eyes attached to her. But like even like like literally like Morai's with her all the time now. It's like her little tether to this to the this world between worlds or something. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. We haven't really discussed that yet. You know, we've got all these. Mm-hmm. We know she went through some crazy stuff when she was sitting there in the bottom of uh, uh, what's called Malachor, right? Is that what it is? Um, yeah. yeah. Like we know she's going through some like deep dives there. Like. You know, and I don't even. I, who knows what she is? I don't know. I can't wait. I can't wait for later. Yeah, 
And so what kind of prompted this this episode was, you know, that that big news that Hayden's going to be reprising his role. And I, I oh my God. We, we got it. We got it. We got to, you know, briefly talk about this. Um, <laughs> so what do you guys think? And, and uh, anyone that's not turning into a robot uh, slowly. <laughs> how did you guys think about uh, react to the news? What do you think is we might we might see out of this? Uh, I'll, I'll go to I'll go to Brian first. Uh, I mean, I can't wait. Personally, I'm not interested in going backwards. I want to see some bluey mm-hmm. ghost Anakin mm-hmm. hanging out with Ahsoka, having some conversations about like what comes next, what can come next. Uh, I really am looking forward to to Ahsoka, Grogu, Luke, and Anakin having like some real like Force talk. Like I, I am a Force Star Wars person. I'm here for the Force all the time. Give it to me like all the time. And you like, let's get Sarkar. into this next level. Because <laughs> me oh. too. <laughs> give me some, give me some more Ark and some Night Sisters any day of the week, and I am like a well-fed boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to those kinds of conversations. Like, let's get deeper in the Force and be like, let's have conversations that we haven't had about it yet before. Because I think, um, between ahsoka luke and and anakin i think we have three very different perspectives and points of view and different levels of understanding of the force and let's like let's go there let's see let's see let's see what luke was trying to teach at that school oh, i was just gonna say i want uncle iroh to show up i don't know how <laughs> but i would love to see him if, if he showed up i'd be like all right cool <laughs> what were you gonna say carter i was gonna say like I know she's not most likely not going to die in Ahsoka unless there's like multiple, multiple seasons and then we see her die. But I would love like for her death to be like to just Anakin, like inviting her mm-hmm. and then they go off into the distance. I'm OK with and Ahsoka that. Ahsoka shows up as a force ghost. If, dies, like, if we see him, her death, it has to be good. Like it just has to be. It has to be has good. It has to be satisfying. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni will not let it not be. Oh, true. Yeah. Ahsoka's his child. Like, he would not no give chance. her unsatisfying death. It would. No. As long as she doesn't go out like uh, Chewbacca did in Legends, um, crushed by a moon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring that up? No. Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, we don't see. We don't speak. Let's anymore. not bring that back into the universe. No, <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> I absolutely love legends. I, I, I truly do. But like still still just things were like, oh okay, Palpatine has oh. a son with three eyes named Triclops. Cool. Um wait, can we can we move can we move past this? Like uh <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean no no other hopes or, or dreams from you guys for uh, uh well, I'm very back? excited. <laughs> I think it okay. I was like going into the elevator when I was like on Instagram, I think, and it like I saw someone sent me something. I was like, "You're kidding!" Started sobbing in the elevator. There's a camera. I really hope it caught that. I'm gonna ask him for the tape. But <laughs> but I one thing I've I've thought about is now. Damn it, soda man! To, don't say that. What what was said? What has been said? 
uh, he said she's going out like Loden. Um, no, sorry, keep, no. keep, keep going. No. Keep going. Too soon. Oh my gosh. But um, soon. I, yep. I noticed that, you know how Matt Lanter's voice is deeper than Hayden's? Mm-hmm. Now when you hear Hayden, like when you see interviews or something, his voice is deeper. So it's going to like sound a, like really similar when he says oh a snips. Like oh. imagine that's how like, like Ahsoka's like wondering on how to tackle this whole Thrawn situation or something. And and then all you hear is hey snips and then she just turns around and she's like Fuck. No I, I, I oh my god, don't even I don't even wanna imagine it honestly because I think it's too much for me at this moment. But um I just wanna see them connect again. I don't like a force ghost would be great. I wanna see Anakin talk about how he redeemed himself and just like how, what he learned. Um I just want them together again. They're like my favorite brother and sister duo ever. So. Yeah. I will say, I really hope that we don't get a flashback to Twilight of the Apprentice. Oh, no, no thanks. As much as I, don't I think it would be cool, action. but I just don't, we just don't need that. Don't need I don't think that's, that's like I've seen like a lot of people like really requesting, they're like, oh my gosh, I really want to try the Apprentice live action. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion, but we oh don't need it. No, Let's we don't. Honest. It was great I, in animation. Don't ruin mm-hmm. it by making it live action. <laughs> I don't think yes. we ever need any Star Wars that has already been told. Got it. Here's yeah. the thing, like, that's like a that's like the lowest point in their like relation like i feel like it'd be awful if they bring it in this money like this moment where they're supposed to be like oh like i missed you blah 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 and then just to like have what like a flashback to twilight of the like that would that would ruin the mood it wouldn't make for anywhere in the plot they would they would move past that like they wouldn't talk about it do you think we might also get tamora morrison in there in the mix. I if oh, we, I heard if, about that. Oh, oh if he shows up as live Cody. action or live action Rex, if we have the three of them together, I will become absolutely unbearable. It's fine. I want Cody talking, <laughs> but I've heard Ezra. that I, Cody Save, will be I just in want Obi-Wan live action Kenobi. Ezra. I just I just want live action Ezra Save, and then I'll cry. And the, I'll the thought of my two favorite characters being <sighs> in the same show together, Minimus at the same time. Live action Ezra live action. and Anakin Insane. in the same show, I will become unbearable. I can't handle the two of them separate. Put them together, <laughs> I will. <laughs> Minimus oh is perfect for the role too, because when you oh, when you watch he is like so cute. when you watch live so, action Aladdin, <laughs> and it's he's like, so perfect. Both the same person, like is, just in different realities. He is so perfect. He, I hope those. Are I'm in love with him. I got. I have broken the chat Ezra saying is. beard Tim, beard Tim. <laughs> I, I do want to see tomorrow Morrison <laughs> with that, the full beard. Yeah. I, I I don't Polynesian since spa. since you know. I can. I want to see a scene where um, Rex is talking to uh, Ahsoka, or may- maybe like they have that that Force Ghost moment, Ahsoka and Anakin, and then Rex walks up. Now <gasps> Rex can't see Anakin, right? Because he's not so Force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can see him like look at Ahsoka and be like, "He's here, isn't he?" <gasps> Something like that. Why would you say that? Chalk on crying. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying again over this whole announcement. It's fine. Oh, I cried. <laughs> I cried. I cried all way. day Friday. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. I was actually leaving my house to get ready to go see the last duel, Adam Driver's new movie. When my when Becca texted me about it, and I just started crying about Hayden coming back. And it's really because <laughs> Hayden's my favorite Anakin. He's my favorite version. And I just I still can't get over he's back in Kenobi. Now we're getting him in Ahsoka. I am going to be unbearable. It's fine. Did you guys hear? No. All right. Obi-Wan Kenobi, 
Like I heard about there's, like, it. Rumors. Rumors. There's so many rumors. I don't even know at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we also need live action Sabine. Yes. I heard that they're trying to cast her though. So I think the Barris Offy um rumors were actually yeah, that's for Sabine. Yeah. Just people were for whatever reason thinking Barris Offy. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would like to uh, also get up on my soapbox real quick here because all of us really had a we, we had we had a reaction when we found out like that we were getting an Obi Wan show for for one thing with Ewan McGregor coming back and then we all flipped out finding out Anakin's gonna be in Ahsoka right and I can't help but think about could we have gotten this sooner could we have gotten more content with them had the fan base not been such dicks about not liking the prequels when they first came mm-hmm. out. Would um, Hayden have when, stayed? Maybe. Would Hayden have stayed? Would they have given us more content? You know, when, when Obi-Wan, when, when Ewan McGregor got cast, he did an interview. And what he said was, the fans didn't like the movies, <laughs> you know, they, but the reason he came back was because of the love that the next generation of the fans, the ones that the films were made for, he saw the love that they were sending and that's what made him want to come back. And all, all of the, the complaints I always hear about the sequels now are all the same exact stuff. Oh, yeah. It was like, Oh, this isn't star Wars. George Lucas doesn't understand star Wars. We should take it from all crazy, crazy like, it's stuff. Like the same thing, but it's it's like, deja what? vu. It's the exact same. Ten years. <laughs> and so, so that's, that's my thing is like, I just don't want people to, I don't want that to be the same thing. I don't want, you know, the kids who their first experience of star Wars is walking into galaxy's edge and seeing Ray and then like learning that, Oh, even if my destiny, if I'm destined for this, I can choose what I want to choose. I don't want people who grow up loving these characters to have to wait 20 years to get their favorite characters to reprise their role because the previous fans were being dicks. You know, mm-hmm. that hurts. Yeah. That hurts me yeah. to think yeah. that we could have gotten more had the people that don't like it and still don't like it and aren't going to watch new stuff just just been like okay not for me cool i don't know that's that's yeah. me and my soapbox anyways no, <laughs> no, i completely yeah, completely same. agree with you there mm-hmm. i love it i i'm hoping like with that like with that mentality i hope that we get some more of the um the weird star wars that came with the prequels that we've kind of been missing a little bit like mm-hmm. i want more like 20 foot orchid planets and like i want to go to these really like bonkers places that the setting around you so so not here but we're dealing with these little interpersonal relationship problems and that's what grounds it, it to me that's what's always grounded star wars i think the prequels are just as grounded as the mm-hmm. dirty universe that the originals were because it really comes down to human stories at the end of the day. It isn't a really about anything else. It's really just the human relationships that all the characters have. The rest is just background and it's fantastical and it's great. And yeah. I'm here for all of the background, but that's not what makes Star Wars great. It's yeah. the personal yeah, like stories. The, seeing those, yeah, the personal stories to me, like I love Star Wars Rebels. It's like my favorite thing ever, mm-hmm. but 
that's why I love it so much is because it's yes, like there are some themes in it that like kind of go on like the original trilogy, whatever. But a lot of it is just this small crew of people and how they're bonding, and that's like just something that makes Star Wars so wonderful. Well, we get the overlying plot, but then we can also get these random people in the rebellion who have a relationship because one goes to the rebellion and one goes to the empire and then they ah, lost stars is awesome but oh. it's a per, but it's a personal story that is that has a lot to do but you learn to just love these characters and stars is awesome. yeah rebels is my favorite tv show all right well let's go ahead and uh this has been an amazing conversation thank you guys for for joining me for this because that's uh, it's always it's always fun and all of you guys none of you have been on this podcast before so it's always amazing to get all fresh guests um but yeah if we can go around and if you have any final thoughts on anything we talked about tonight or anything in general um (laughs) And then we'll also end it with where, with once again, where we can find you and all of your amazing content. And we will go to um, Maria first. Um, I think that's it. Like, I just hope that we all as fans can get together and enjoy the new content that's going to come up and just allow other people to enjoy stuff that we might not enjoy or whatever, vice versa. Um, But you guys can find me at Maria underscore Skywalker on TikTok and on Instagram. Yes. And occasionally on Nerd Council. So. <laughs> yep, I'm on Nerd Council now too. Yay! Uh, how about you, Carter? Uh, yep, so you can find me on TikTok at Court2D2 and on the They Fly Now podcast. Um, we're live every Monday with my co-host Harris Productions. But yeah, I, I, I really think that with all of the new shows coming out, I think it's what, what's going to be awesome is like previously we, we'll get a movie once every few years and then like animated shows, but for the most part it's movies once every few years and in that few years of gap, it, people just start hating and overanalyzing. But I think with like the with the series, it's going to be one series after another. Oh, you don't like Obi-Wan? Oh, but you love it. You love Ahsoka. Or you don't love Ahsoka, but you're going to love Lando. So I think it's going to be a really, really awesome time to be a Star Wars fan. And if you don't like it, then just keep moving on. But yeah, there's going to be so much awesome content. But thanks for having me on. I really, really enjoyed it. Yes, it's been a long time coming. Um, I remember always shouting you out as you were coming out of like wrestling games uh, last year. <laughs> How about you, Kels? Um, yeah, I'm just really excited for next year because it's gonna be like the year for Star Wars fans because this is gonna be like the most consistent. I tried to like do the math of it of like how many weeks we'll have episodes, and if they do like an episode a week of whatever show next year, we're prop like almost every week next year, we should have some sort of Star Wars content coming out, which is really exciting, and I'm very hyped about it. Especially because like there's so much different stuff coming out. Because we're gonna have Bad Batch, we're gonna have Lando. I think Ahsoka's probably gonna be Tandor. Ac- I'm so excited for Acolyte. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> but like A there's something story. there's so yes, and there's like something for everyone, and I'm like really excited for it. Uh yeah, but you can find me on TikTok at discount Sansa Stark and the Queer Ascendancy. Um 
me and Becca have a very sporadic posting for the, our podcast. We apologize, but we just post whenever we can. So just awesome. And last but certainly not least, we have uh, we have Brian. Closing thoughts on where we can find you. Oh, I'm having trouble hearing him. So we're having some technical issues. <laughs> you. What's funny is this actually happened last time, where the person just. Is this any better? I'm gonna switch my AirPods. Yep. Uh, yes, we we can. It's more than nothing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, closing thoughts and where we can find you. Uh, you can find me at Serving Pink Milk uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. But I don't know how to use TikTok. Um, but thank you for having us. That's uh, this has been really, really, really fantastic. I appreciate it so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know all of you, and it's so exciting to know that there are really great star wars people out there and i think that's what i'm mostly looking forward to next year is just some some great new star wars lots of new stuff for everybody and there's enough if it's if it's not for you the next one might be and we can all just kind of enjoy one another and um you know i think our pink milk mantra is we are star wars fans we support each other and we have fun and i think it's such a an easy thing to do that people make far too difficult. <laughs> so let's keep doing it. And uh, thank you for, for having me and thank you for, for all of it. Always. Ah, yes. Thank you so much for, for coming. Um, I had a great time um, the other day on, on the pink milk podcast. Um, and it's just, it's always fun. Also, I want to say thank you to everyone who's hanging out in chat um, Xcore Gamer Skills are here. Alyssa Grace, um, Carter is both in the chat and here. <laughs> uh, Brooke, we have my Dyad Element Seven, Ace Bronx. We have Camilla. Uh, we have my boy Jedi Connor, Connor Fahey. Um, he is the man. Um, Luke Potterworth <laughs> Podcast, Saint Pat, Harith from They Fly Now, um, Carter's other half. Dan the man, I don't know if I already shouted you out. Frank Carlino, uh, Anthony Strader, just just a soda man, even though he he makes us sad. <laughs> uh, Cal Forer, who's becoming one of my favorite streamers, he's is a good friend of of the channel. Who we became friends because he was hanging out in the chat you know, one day. Um, we have Haley with Corellia Coffee Works, and hopefully I get to hang out and meet you guys at Star Wars Celebration when it I, uh, yes. when it happens. I'm hoping. <laughs> Bought the book the hotel before I got the ticket, so let's hope we can get the tickets. <laughs> I, have, I have neither. It's <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, we also got Malik in the chat now. We are going to, I don't know, might be announcing something real soon, an awesome project with Malik and some other yes. content creators. So y'all need to stay tuned because that's going to be epic. But um, yeah, that is, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Once again, you're all amazing and uh, may the force be with you always.